0: This is real estate news with Kathy Fedke. The Treasury Department released a second set of guidelines for opportunity zones that should clear up unanswered questions. There's been a strong interest in the tax break program, but many investors have been sitting on the sidelines waiting for details. Tax experts are still pouring through the new 169-page document, but according to some media reports, Investors are getting much of what they wanted on their wish list. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. As many of our listeners know by now, we've been very enthusiastic about this program. It allows you to sell an asset, invest the capital gains into an opportunity zone, and reduce the amount of tax owed on those gains. You can also completely eliminate taxes on the new investment if you hold it for at least 10 years. That's an enticing deal for anyone who's worried about a big capital gains tax bill from the sale of an asset. But like many investors, we've been waiting to hear from the Treasury Department on exactly how this incentive will work. Bloomberg has a few insights from an early analysis of the document. The new rules give investors more flexibility. They allow up to six months to buy assets within a fund. Eligible assets can also include land and vacant buildings, and funds will be able to hold more than one asset to reduce the risk of loss from one bad project. Investors will also be allowed to sell assets within a fund, with up to 12 months to reinvest into another eligible project. John Lohr of the Capital Fund Law Group explained in the Bloomberg article that the new rules allow funds to have a rolling investment strategy without holding that specific property for 10 years, which for many investors is not an ideal strategy. Another big clarification involves a requirement that businesses operating as an Opportunity Zone asset must get half of their gross income from within that zone. The new rules provide three options for satisfying a requirement for business activity. Bloomberg says the proof can be based on employee hours, where services are performed, and where management is located. The Treasury Department released the first set of guidelines in October. This second set of guidelines is designed to answer a lot of those investor questions and give people more leeway in their investment strategies. Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin said in a statement, We're pleased to issue guidance that provides greater flexibility for communities and investors as we continue to encourage investment and development in these opportunity zones. He added that this incentive will foster economic revitalization, create jobs, and spur economic growth that will move these communities forward and create a brighter future. U.S. Senator Tim Scott was the one who inserted the Opportunity Zone program into the 2017 tax reform package. He said of the latest set of guidelines, quote, overall, the Treasury Department took some good steps forward today with the issuance of the second round of regulations governing Opportunity Zones, unquote. He also welcomed the beginning of a public comment period on the best use of Opportunity Zone tax incentives. The Department of Housing and Urban Development is estimating that investors will pour $100 billion into this program. As I mentioned earlier, many investors have wanted more information about how it works before they do so. Bloomberg cited research by a database for Opportunity Zones called OpportunityDB. That database shows 88 funds that have raised more than $26 billion as of April 1st. That's far from the $100 billion mark, but these new guidelines are expected to get investors off the sidelines. If you'd like to know more about how all this works and what the Treasury Department included in his latest set of rules, you can join us for a free webinar on Monday, April 22nd. We'll have one of our preferred CPAs summing it all up for us. He'll also explain how you can set up your own Opportunity Zone fund and what you need to know about investing in someone else's. Just go to newsforinvestors.com and click on events. And if you go to newsforinvestors.com, you can find the links to our sources and the latest set of guidelines in the blog for this podcast. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors.